This is episode 43 on the Millennial Life School podcast on entrepreneurship, burnout, and performance anxiety, and how to find joy in the midst of it all. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Millennial Life School podcast, where it's all about inspiring and encouraging 20 to 30-something-year-olds as we figure life out together. Hey everyone! Oh my gosh, wow. It feels so good to be back here recording this podcast episode for you guys after a long extended time of break. Uh, first of all, I just want to say welcome everyone to the Millennial Life School Season 2. This is officially Episode 1 of this new podcast season. And I'm so excited to be doing this again and to be bringing you guys amazing content in this new season. Uh, there are some things that's going to be a little bit different about this season's podcast. One, instead of new episodes every Tuesday and Friday, we will be putting out one new episode every Tuesday only, for now at least. And another thing is that even though this podcast is an English podcast with occasional Korean episodes, we currently have listeners from over 45 different countries, a moment of celebration. And a lot of my listeners have told me that this podcast has helped them not only to improve their mindset, but also to help them learn English. So first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for everyone who's been listening and just all these new listeners who found my podcast while I was on break and have been listening. It really means a lot for everyone who sent me messages and whatnot. I'm so grateful. So thank you so, so much. And since we have a lot of people listening from all over the world, I thought, you know, how can I, I was thinking like, how can I serve you guys better for all the English learners out there or for those people who English is their second language form? And I thought it would be great to write down the definition of some of the vocabularies that I use in my podcast episodes, uh, specific words that I feel like a lot of English learners Um, or even native English speakers might not know in the descriptions of my podcast. So that for each episode, you'll get a list of vocabularies, a list of words, and their definition for some of the things that I use on the podcast. I think it'd be really great for you guys to uh, use as a vocabulary list to study if there are words that you didn't know the definition of before. And also even for native speakers, uh, I'm gonna try to use, try to expand my vocabulary list as well. So if there were words that when I was reading a book, I was like, oh, I don't know this word. I'm gonna try to incorporate it in my podcast so that I can expand my own vocabulary and also help you guys expand your vocabulary as well. I think being an outstanding communicator is something that really opens up doors for people. And being able to use rich, varied vocabulary is important and being able to communicate more effectively. Um, So yeah, so I think that'd be something good and new. And if you guys have anything where you're like, oh my gosh, Sharon, like this would be great if you can incorporate in your podcast, just let me know, send me a message on Instagram and I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. All right, so now that we've covered that, let's get into today's episode. So in 2021, something God has blessed me with is opportunity to do startup coaching with all these impressive startup founders all around the world. 
And I'm coaching these clients who've done amazing, incredible things with their life and business. But I started noticing a common recurring challenge that many startup founders run into. And it's burnout. Like, what is burnout? You might be wondering. Well, burnout in the context that I'm using means a physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. So you often hear people talking about, oh, like, I'm so burnt out. I've been working on this for years, and I'm just so so burnt out. I had a founder who's been working on his company for, I think, like seven years or so, and had all these different successes as well, but he was telling me that he just feels so burnt out. And I feel like this topic of burnout, it's not something that I... I'm just discussing as like, oh, like this is something that I feel like a lot of my clients have been struggling with. It's something that I've also personally walked through. And I think I'm kind of in a place where I'm just coming out of the season of burnout. And I want to ask you guys if this is something that resonates with you, where you feel like you're just so tired of everything that you're doing or that you've been striving and striving and working so hard on a goal and you've been so focused on a certain goal or and like achievement that you've been going after that, you know, at first when you started, you started with this sense of joy and excitement, but now you just feel tired and anxious And you might even judge yourself time to time like, oh, like I've been working on this for so long. Why am I not as far as I thought I would be at this point in life? And this is something that I've been really thinking about. Like why do so many of us experience burnout, especially people who are high achievers and people who have a big heart to do something impactful in this world? Why are so many of these incredible people experiencing burnout in their journey? And I think burnout, what I really want to address is, I think it happens when you're so overly focused on your performance and you're grabbing so tightly to the results. And I think all of it, the root of it is the sense of this false identity that what you do and how well you do it equals your sense of worth. So how do you know if you're one of these people who may experience burnout after a long extended time of striving after something? Um, I think it's those people who got really good grades in school. Um, So much empathy for all those studious people out there, all those studious students. First of all, I commend you guys and, you know, want to honor your diligence in your school. But one thing is a lot of these students who studied hard and got good grades in school, when they become adults, you find them to be people who are the most anxious because 
And I, this is something that I'm speaking from personal experience because I was like that where in school, in high school, I was always just, I have to get straight A's. I have to do well. Like there is no way that I'm ever getting a B on my transcript. And so I worked really hard. And then you graduate from school and you enter real world. And now you're wondering, how do I get straight A's in life? And it's just you're comparing yourself to all these people on Instagram and all these people everywhere. And you're comparing your life. Oh, is my life good enough? Is this good enough? Or how do I compare with this person on Instagram? And that's just a recipe for misery and anxiety and stress. And I just don't think that's the way to live it. So I think what happens to people, all these high achievers, is that you strive, strive, strive for perfection. And you get burnt out because you're living constantly to put on a show for people around you. You're constantly performing. And performance mentality is something that I've struggled with for a majority of my life. And it's something that I'm constantly working on myself to come out of. Because I think when you're constantly working out of this performance mentality of always trying to perform better and better and better, it leads to performance anxiety, where you just feel so anxious about everything. And a funny story that I guess to help explain this is growing up, I used to have this recurring dream where I would know in my dream that I was supposed to go outside on stage and I was supposed to perform. Kind of like um, when you go to a live um, musical or live theater where you have the lines that you have to memorize. And it's like I have to go out, out there on stage and perform in like a couple seconds and I'm just standing there thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't even have my lines memorized. I have no idea what I'm going to do. And I, I'm just filled with so much anxiety. And then the moment I step out on stage, all of a sudden, all these anxiety just disappears. And for some reason, I find that, oh, it's okay to not have all the lines memorized. And I would wake up. And in a way, just reflecting back on this recurring dream that I used to always get, I feel like growing up, this was in a way like God's way of telling me, Sharon, you don't have to have all the lines memorized in life. You don't have to go out there and feel like you have to perform and be perfect. Because oftentimes that's how I felt. I felt like I needed to have all the lines memorized. I needed to know what I'm going to say, how to say it, and how I'm going to present myself because I felt like I was always performing for the world. But when in reality, I feel like God was just telling me, Sharon, you just have to be. And it's okay to just be. And... Fast forward, you know, in this journey of entrepreneurship. One thing I want to say is entrepreneurship is probably the most vulnerable thing. Like everything about entrepreneurship is vulnerable. It feels like you're always constantly putting yourself out there, putting your vulnerability out there. And, and, and I think a common trap is you can so easily equate your worth with the 
the performance of your business. And it's hard to step out of this mentality when actually in terms of business, the actual value, the market value of your business in the eyes of the marketplace is measured by its performance. But the thing is, how a business works, how your business works is different from you. And I think we need to recognize that there is this distinction between the worth and value of your business and you as a person. I think as entrepreneurs, we often link our worth and value as a human being to our performance. And that's a common thing that we tend to do because our business is valued by its performance. So then we're the one doing the business. So we start to think about how our value is so tied to the performance of our business. But that is not true. So let me tell you guys my story of this past season. So this past season has been full of challenges for me. And I feel like I've had the longest time of feeling anxious and stressed out in this past season than ever before in my entire life. Um, first of all, with the whole pandemic, oh my gosh, this COVID thing, like it's all been so traumatizing and trying to get used to that has been so difficult. And before the vaccines came out, I was spending most of my time just at home and just barely meeting anyone. In 2020, I was at home in Chicago with my parents. And for me personally, I just could not imagine catching COVID because I had such a big fear of possibly infecting my parents and getting them sick. But as an extrovert who thrives and gains energy from being around people, just spending time at home was super energy draining. And I just felt so lethargic, slow, unmotivated, and unfocused. And maybe, you know, other introverts out there are thinking like, oh, my life ha really hasn't changed. Oh, it's great that I don't have all these social obligations to go meet people, <laughs> which is quite funny, um, the difference between introverts and extroverts. But for me as an extrovert, oh my gosh, traumatizing. <laughs> and in this season, in 2020, I launched a digital marketing agency, which was new. And digital marketing agency was all about performance. It's all number space. It's all about the numbers for the clients. And that just gave me so much anxiety because if someone, a client is paying me to run ads, digital marketing, marketing campaigns and ads for them, the thing that they're paying me to do is deliver numbers for them. And all this was so stressful for me that after working on it for a couple of months, I just felt so burnt out. And I started creating this workbook in the beginning of 2021, this workbook that I really wanted to put out there to be able to put all my coaching tools all in one place to package it all in there so that you guys can use it and kind of use it like having a personal coach 
but on your own time. And I want it to be something that really helps people in their life where if they feel stuck, confused, or if they feel uncertain about who they are and what they even want to do, that they can just get access to this one workbook and they'll be able to know how to gain self-awareness in terms of who they are, what they like, what they want to do, and create a whole life plan and create goals, future goals, long-term, mid-term, and short-term goals, and create a step-by-step way for them to be able to really step into the dream life that they have. And this is something that, you know, I was like, oh yeah, it'll take me just a month. Let me just put something quick together, package everything up. It's all the things that I already know. So let me just put it all in there and then like make it available for people. But this one month thing became three months and it was just, it was such a long process of me looking over it over and over and over. And actually even just a couple months ago, I opened it up again and looked at it. I was like, oh, I got to make some changes and just fixing it over and over and over again. It's like this perfectionistic mindset. And I think this perfectionism and performance mentality really made me feel so burnt out that by the end of it, like I didn't even want to touch it. I didn't even want to look at it. And I couldn't celebrate the progress that I've made because thinking about the process of getting to that completion also made me really stressed out. Like it's just bad feeling of like, oh my gosh, I was... I labored over this for so long. Um, And so that made me feel really burnt out. And actually, you know, in the midst of it all, there's so many things that I can say um, were good and so many things that I can celebrate and all the progress that I've made, all the experience that I've gained on this journey of entrepreneurship. But... I think with all the new growing responsibilities and just the arduous task of building a business and creating things that did not exist before really made me tired. And it's something that I love to do. Like I love entrepreneurship. I love everything that I'm doing. I love podcasting. I love coaching. I love all these things. But things that I love became stressful because my focus was not on just, oh my gosh, like how can I serve people better? But even though it started like that, all of a sudden it went to, am I good enough? Am I performing well enough? Is this good enough? And what will people think of me? And I remember a couple of weeks ago, I just finally came to a point where I just needed to sit down and just be still before God. And I remember I went to this prayer night and I was just sitting there by myself for like an hour. I didn't even say anything. I felt like I didn't have even the energy to pray or anything. So I just sat there. And after an hour, the first words that came out of my mouth was this, just that, God, I feel exhausted. And I just started to cry and just let everything go. 
I felt like there was just this release that happened in that moment. And after coming to that point and admitting and just being real with God, I felt like God was saying this to me. Like, Sharon, thank you for saying yes and for doing what you're doing. Thank you for trusting me. And he reminded me of all the people I met in my journey, all the people who thanked me for my podcast and the people that I met in Bali or in Korea because I said yes when God told me to go. I remember when I first arrived in Bali, I met a girl who cried when she met me because she said I was her answered prayer from God. And now she's like family to me. And I remember a college student I met in Korea who wrote me a letter saying meeting me was a turning point in his life. And I realized in that moment that me taking faith steps toward this arduous journey of entrepreneurship, becoming a life coach, and starting this podcast was really never about me. It wasn't about me. It wasn't about my performance, my title, how impressive I look in front of other people. But it was always about the people. I think when God told me to go on this adventure with him and to take these steps of faith, that it wasn't, he wasn't just thinking about my life and my journey, but he was thinking about all the people that I would get to meet and all the people that he wanted to bless through me. And I feel like I was forgetting that. I feel like when I go into this perfectionistic mindset of anxiety, stress, and burnout, my focus is not on how can I serve people better? How can I love on people better? But it always becomes, what will people think of me? And in a way, this is like a handcuff, like an invisible handcuff that keeps me from really freely doing the things that I'm meant to do. And I'm not living out of this place of being, but from this place of doing. And here's what I feel like God was saying to me in that moment. I wrote this down in my journal, but I felt like he was saying, Sharon, live in the joy of simply being. And I will unpack this as, as we go on. But, you know, when I started this whole journey of entrepreneurship, started this whole journey of just really stepping out in faith and doing what I feel like God has placed in my heart, this phrase that was constantly in my heart was the phrase that's actually on the cover of this podcast is to know who you are and walk in it. You have to first know who you are in your being before you can walk it out. You don't walk it out and let what you do define who you are. It's not perform and do well and that that defines who you are. What you do and how well you do it does not equal who you are. So when you take away the title, take away the things that you've accomplished, take away the type of work you do, 
take away where your life is at compared to other people on Instagram. When you take away all that and you just look at yourself straight in the eyes, who are you in your being? You're not more worthy or unworthy as a person because of what you have or have not, because of what you haven't done or have done in life, what your title is, or how much money you make. You're not more inferior or superior than other people around you. You're just you, and I'm just me. And my question is for all the high performers out there, all the entrepreneurs, all the people who have a big dream, want to do amazing things with their life, but is feeling burnt out, tired, exhausted, and discouraged in a way. I want to ask you, how can you live in the joy of simply being you? Research shows that millennials and Gen Zs are the most anxious generation and 70% of teens across all genders, races, and family income levels say that anxiety and depression are significant problems among their peers, according to the Pew Research Center. So as members of this generation, where so many of us are struggling with anxiety and depression, how can we lean into joy of simply being? I think one, you have to gain self-awareness. You have to spend time getting to know yourself. Because if you don't know yourself, how are you going to know what it means to walk that out? If you are constantly trying to be someone else, if you're trying, constantly trying to be someone who you're not, you're not going to walk out in the calling that you're supposed to walk in. So spend time getting to know yourself. And the workbook that I've mentioned, that I've labored over, just going over and over and over again and trying to create the perfect workbook for you guys, I am finally ready to release that and have it for you guys to be able to download. I've had it done for such a long time, but I just... I don't know, I just didn't feel like I had the energy and the mental capacity to be able to put it out there for you guys because one, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like it? What if you know people judge me? What if it's not a good product? Or all these different things where I'm thinking like what ifs and my focus is constantly on what will other people think of me? I just haven't been able to put it out. But I think finally I'm like in a place of learning that oh, that was all just the lies of my false identity and that I don't have to live in that. So with the launch of season two, I have the workbook out there for you guys on my website to finally download. So this workbook is really an in-depth, comprehensive self-discovery and life coaching tool all packed in just one workbook. It's called Master Your Quarter Life and you can get access to it right away and get access to the step-by-step guide on how to start your journey of getting to know who you are, what you want to do, and how to create a life plan 
in this one downloadable PDF file. So if you feel like this is something that would be helpful for you, go to my website, SharonKilonHan.com, and you can download the workbook and get started today. And I'm not saying this in like a salesy way, but seriously, I feel like this has been something that God's like, Sharon, like people need this workbook. Like, what the heck are you doing? Stop letting your insecurities get in the way. Um, And I really do feel like this is something that's going to make a difference in your life if you let it. It's something that I feel like can change your destiny if you put in the time and really take it seriously and go through the workbook because all the things in the workbook, it's the things that's transformed my life. It's the things that's transformed a lot of other people's lives. And it's going to walk you through of getting to know more about what are the things that's shaping the way you see yourself. Are there any false identity that you may be holding on to? What are some of the limiting beliefs you have? And teach you these life coaching tools on how to break through limiting beliefs, how, how your belief system works, and how to essentially coach yourself. So there's a lot of questions step by step. And as you answer these questions, you're gonna, it, you can think of it a little bit like having a coaching session with me, but I'm not there physically or virtually, but you're answering the questions in your own time and you're journaling through all these different questions and you're going to come out with a plan for your future, with clear goals and a vision for your dreams and your future. So go check it out and download it while it is still available for download on my website. So gain self-awareness and spend time journaling and getting to know yourself better. I think that really is step one and learning the joy of simply being you. You have, to, you have to quiet down and take the time to get to know yourself. And another thing is whenever you're taking on an arduous task, ask yourself, how can I make this fun? When you're taking on a task that is hard and challenging and when you're so focused on performance, your body just freezes and you get extremely stressed, full of anxiety, and you feel like you can't even think clearly. But if you think of it like playing a game and approach it in a light-hearted way, I think so much more creativity and innovation flows out of that. Like games are fun because there is an aspect of challenge, but we don't stress out about it so much and we enjoy playing the game because we're not holding on to this game like our life depends on it. Unless, of course, you're in squid games. That is a whole nother story. (laughs) But thing is, I think so many people approach life like it's squid games. Like one mistake and I'm dead. And that's just, oh my gosh, a recipe for so much anxiety. So have fun. Like let yourself know that it's okay to make mistakes. I'm not going to die because of one mistake. I'm not going to die because I fall down one time. And if you are an entrepreneur, 
be thankful that you have the opportunity to create something amazing that will help improve people's lives. And while you're at it, think about how you can make it fun. So here are practical ways that I have fun. So one, I use my imagination to think about me in the future, telling a story about how I overcame all these adversities and climbed this incredibly hard task laid out before me to find the victory. And this is so fun for me. I think about, yeah, you know, I, I faced so many rejections, all these emails, I was sending 30 emails a day and I was constantly getting rejection after rejection after rejection. And there was this one person who opened up the door for me. So I just like imagine these like stories that I would be telling my future children and my grandchildren about all the adversities that I had to face and how I overcame them and how I was bold and courageous through it. And when I think about that, it just, it's fun for me and it energizes me. And I just feel like, oh, this is part of a story. Like I'm being part of a story. This challenge is part of an incredible victory story. Um, and so that's fun for me. Um, another thing that I do to have fun is co-working. I love to co-work um, as someone who is a huge people person. So working together with other like-minded people energizes me. And how I work best is this Pomodoro technique. So I'm sure so many of you might know what Pomodoro technique is. It's basically you're working for a set amount of time with a little bit of break, a set amount of break. So it's like work 45 minutes, no talking, and then 15 minutes of rest and to just share about what we've gotten, what we got done in the time of working and to talk about what goals you have in terms of what you want to do in the next 45 minutes of work session. So that works for me. And another thing to have fun is as someone who loves music, I love listening to music while I work. It just makes me feel like I'm doing something fun or even working at a pretty cafe that inspires you, I think is fun. So if you are someone who feels burnt out, like think about how you can make your day fun. Like be creative with it. If you work at a company, think about, okay, today while I'm doing this work, how can I have fun today? How can I bring a little bit more fun into this work environment? And lastly, how to combat burnout and live in joy is rest. Ah, rest is so important. Spend time where you are just slowing down and just being. Something that I do is when I wake up, oftentimes I just lay down there and before jumping out of bed and being busy, I just take a deep breath in and just appreciate being alive. I just tell myself like, hey, it's okay to just be. And I lay in joy of having the sunlight come through the windows. And I, in the morning, I just listen to the birds singing outside. I feel the softness of my bed. And I just say to myself in Korean, 좋다. 좋다. Which means it's good. You can say this in the morning when you wake up. You can say like LG. Mm, LG. Life's good. <laughs> Um, so yeah, when you wake up in the morning, just wake up and say, oh, gee, 
I feel like it would bring a lot of joy in your life. You'll remember this when you wake up tomorrow morning. Um, but yeah, just say like, oh, it's good. Life's good. Or you can say it in Korean too. Jota is probably the one Korean phrase that I use the most often. And the thing that I tell myself the most. I'm always like when I'm driving or in just like as I'm living my daily life, I always say jota. And something I do often as a form of resting is also go on walks. I love going on walks to just simply enjoy life. So if you feel like you need an extra dose of joy in your life, go for a nice walk outside and look for things that are beautiful around you. So hopefully all these things will help you to bring a little bit more joy into your life. Whether you feel burnt out, you feel exhausted where you're at, um, or just feel like you're tired of just everything that you're doing. Hopefully this can help you to live not in a performance mentality, but learn to know what it means to just tap into the joy of being you. Um, thank you all for listening. I hope this podcast episode was helpful. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Hey, Millennial Life School fam. If you want to get started on your journey of self-discovery and life planning, go to my website, SharonKillonHan.com to purchase your own digital copy of my brand new coaching workbook called Master Your Quarter Life. This, I promise you, is going to be something that is transformative and it's gonna be something that's gonna help you discover more about who you are uniquely and learn how you can walk in the power of being you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, share with a friend, share it on social media, tag me on Instagram at SharonKilonHan, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find this podcast. Thank you so much, and let's live in the joy of simply being.